This is a CBC podcast. Hello. Hi, Shauna. It's Nicola from CBC. Is now still a good Hi, time. Hi, Nicola. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Great. I understand you have a question you're hoping we can answer on our podcast. <laughs> I think all of PEI wants an answer to that question. Okay, Shauna, tell us. What is your question? When is PEI getting a Costco? Hey there, I'm Nicola McLeod, and I love this question from Shauna Ryan. Like many Islanders, I've done a Costco run or two, asking my family and friends if there is anything I can grab for them when I'm over on the mainland. But why hasn't a big box store like Costco set up shop on the Gentle Isle just yet? There are many inquiring minds like Shauna's. Every time we go to the Costco in Moncton, I'd because it's not very often and I'd stock up and things, I'd always be encouraged to get the executive membership because I had such a large order, only to tell them, no, I live in PEI. And so I always say, are we getting one anytime soon? And they always say, oh, it shouldn't be too long now, but... Uh, probably seven or eight years later, and they're still saying that. How often do you make the trip to the mainland to go to Costco? Well, not very often. We usually try to tie it into if we're away for something, and we just do a stop by on our way home. But uh, I would say probably on average three, four times a year. What are your go-to Costco products that you cannot get on the island? Oh, well, I think like there, there's a lot of products I can get here, but whenever you have kids and you entertain a lot and we have a lot of kids over, especially in the summer, there's snacks. Buying in bulk uh, usually saves a lot. And I love their fresh produce. And do you think if we had a bulk buying store like Costco on PEI that Islanders would want to go there? I would hope so, because I think we all really want to spend our money in PEI. So there's always that little bit of guilt you feel when you're spending your money off-island. But with the cost of everything now, I think that people are just looking for the best deal. But my, my kids do tell me every time that we're over we're making plans to go uh, for a trip to Costco that I get my Costco glow on, whatever that means. <laughs> So if, like Shauna, you'd like to get your Costco glow on, I have good news and bad news. The bad news is that from all the info I can find, Costco has no immediate plans to open a location here. None that have been shared publicly, at least. The good news is that I found an expert who can help us make sense of it all and give us some clues about what the business case for a PEI Costco might be, something Costco itself might already be considering. Tim Carroll is an associate professor at the School of Business at UPEI. He has a background in management, including retail management, and his research interests include the economics of small islands. He also knows quite a bit about the province, having sat as an MLA here for about 10 years. Tim, thanks for being here. My pleasure. So why do you think Islanders are so interested in this idea of bulk buying or warehouse stores? 
I think Costco is, at the present time, been quite successful in drawing the attention of those and people going to Moncton and Halifax for that reason. When will they have one on Prince Edward Island? Well, that'll be up to Costco to decide, but it's really not quite all up to Costco. What people may find surprising is that from Costco's perspective, it's what we want. If we're happy and continue to be, and they continue to get what they expect in terms of a share by people traveling to Moncton and Halifax, then they may continue to do that and decide maybe, well, we don't need to go to PEI. On the other hand, PEI is fairly attractive market for it. We're all aware of the rapid population growth taking place recently in Prince Edward Island and we're projected to be, uh, what, uh, 200,000 people in a couple more years. For retailers, that says one word, opportunity. And that's opportunity for both small local retailers who carve out their particular niche in the market, um, not advising any of them compete with Costco. Costco has a specific type of customer they attract and they will continue to attract. Costco is notoriously a bit secretive. They don't do much in the way of public relations. But what do we know from a, a business perspective about the way these big box and warehouse stores make decisions about where to place their locations? Well, we tend to think of them in terms of the all the products that they carry and that what in fact they are in, they're in the real estate development business. This is what they do. These stores are set up to logistically bring in products from all over the world and to make them available to their customers here locally and to turn that over at a fast enough rate to create a return. As you create a return, as sales grow per square foot, the value of the real estate increases. So, for example, if somebody wanted to do a retail location destination on Prince Edward Island. Then there would be a large plan that would span over, I would say, 10 or 15 years. It would start out with an anchor like Costco or one of the other big box stores, who knows. And from there, they would be projected to add more and more retail stores. So they become a part of a real estate development, and I think that's important for people to look at. So on Prince Edward Island for Costco to come here, once they established there was a market, then they would also rely on real estate developers to create the location for them. Believe it or not, they would be quite happy to see competitors of theirs because they are a destination and they're quite prepared to compete with the people they compete with. And if you're all in one place, then that becomes a destination that attracts the customers. And after that, they're willing to take their chances. So if we look at where there are currently Costco's in the Maritimes, there are two in Halifax Regional Municipality, one in Halifax, one in Dartmouth. Uh, there's one in each of New Brunswick's major cities, so Fredericton, Moncton, and St. John. What threshold do you think those communities have crossed that PEI hasn't quite reached for the appeal of a big box store? Well, the big box stores do two things. 
One is they have to have product delivered there. And logistically, though, I don't think Prince Edward Island presents any great barriers there. So I tend to lean the other way is that it really comes down to market considerations, whether they feel that another location, that there is a sufficient growth, that they'll move enough inventory over a certain period of time to make it profitable and worthwhile and build that particular real estate development. We have this idea that islanders are heading over to the mainland to shop, that they're going to Halifax, they're going to Moncton, they're filling up the car at Costco, they're going to the malls over there. Do we have any evidence to suggest that PEI likes to outshop more than other places? I had done some study uh, work on this in the past. People on Prince Edward Island, among all Atlantic Canadians, were the most unlikely to outshop. In other words, people in New Brunswick and Nova Scotia like to outshop more than we do. It's not only shopping, it could be a girl's night out or a guy's night out or just getting away for the weekend or going to a hockey tournament. These are the reasons people out shop. We have a fairly well-developed retail uh, situation for the size of Prince Edward Island right now. So, yes. If a big box store were to come to the island, it's pretty safe to say a lot of islanders would start shopping there. Who stands to lose from that shift? Whose market share are they taking away from? Well, if it's Costco, then New Brunswick and Nova Scotia will, will be the biggest of those. If you're suggesting that they're going to crush local businesses. I don't think so. That is not what happens. Costco, they have a very specific target. They're more competing with other big box stores and other large retailers. So we're talking like the Walmarts, the, exactly. the Loblaws, the Sobeys. Canadian not the, Tire, yes. Not the farmers, not the mom and pop shops. Exactly, yeah. In fact, those mom and pop shops on PEI and that, they're going to Costco to purchase in bulk, particularly farm operations um, who have maybe seasonal labor and what have you. Bulk buying through people like Costco and that can be quite advantageous. Yep. Would the money from a big box store on PEI, like a Costco, stay in the local economy or is that money flowing out? Well, like if the toilet breaks down in the Costco, well, they have to call a local plumber. But if they're purchasing romaine lettuce, then they have to deal with a couple suppliers in California or Texas or what have you. It just depends. They, lots of those local stores buy all kinds of local services, maybe not as much local products. So they do contribute in that way. When we got this question from Shauna, one of the things she had mentioned was the produce at Costco. Why is it cheaper? They're sourcing uh, the produce from the same places that all the other big box would be. It could be Mexico, Texas, whatever, California. One of the biggest costs, especially when you're handling produce, is spoilage or waste. So the longer you have to transport it, the more waste 
and there's waste all the way along. And then when you get it into the store, if you have a bigger population and a bigger store and you turn the product over quicker, then that waste isn't left in the store and ends up at home. Just managing their supply chains better and moving the product as quickly as possible. So with that produce coming from Texas or from Mexico, places with warmer climates that can grow produce for a longer season than PEI can, uh, you know, PEI itself is known for growing a lot of food. You yourself are a former minister of agriculture and have worked in vegetable marketing. Do you think local growers stand to lose anything from a big box store like this coming in? Uh, No. These food retailers particularly are in the real estate development business. And so they are set up the way they are now because that's the way we want it. Now, if it came down to uh, people just absolutely went pure local, we're not buying anything but local, it would take the real estate companies all of five minutes to switch over. I remember one time that I seen an ad in the business papers from Loblaws, and they were looking for proposals to set up shops within their stores. So I contacted someone I knew in Loblaws, and I asked him, I said, are you guys going totally local food? And he agreed that, yes, if real local was all in, then we're all in too. But he said, no, what they were trying to do was that the ethnic profile of Canada was changing so rapidly. Like people were coming into the stores and, do you have this and do you have this type of thing? And they were scrambling to keep up with all the different ethnic tastes. So that's one of the shortcuts. I thought, well, maybe we'll go directly to people and ask them if they have some kind of proposal or idea that we'd have a look at. Now, I've never seen anything really come of that, but it just shows you the way they think, is that if people want local food, then they'll position themselves to be the local food distributor. They have really nothing against that. In the end of the day, it's what not what customers say they're going to do or what a few want to do. It's what they actually do. That's what these real estate developers and the, the big companies keep track of. They're not interested in your opinion. They track what you're purchasing, how frequently you're purchasing, and so on and so forth. And they are ready to respond. And uh, as long as we continue to behave the way we do, we'll see the kinds of retail stores that we are shopping in because that's what the majority of people want. There's a term we used to use in retail and what was called the buying power index, kind of is an indication of your attractiveness as in a retail market. We were up around 1.6, which is equivalent to Toronto. One is good, or anything above one is good. But at 1.6, that's just a reflection of the size of our population during tourist season and all the rest of it, right? And we see that in a very tangible way. Uh, Tell me how many other cities of the size of Charlottetown that have as many restaurants and excellent bars and what have you as we do, right? Well, that's sustained primarily because of... uh, anomaly with, uh, you know, 
a large influx of tourists each, every year. And that has helped us. PEI is a great retail destination. People want to come here. And the number one continues to be the number one tourist activity worldwide, doesn't matter where you are, PEI, and the stands at shopping. Uh, even things like uh, sex and uh, going to the beach are down around 9 or 10, and good old shopping is up there at number one. It's the number one tourist activity, no matter where tourists are at that. And uh, so we have that on Prince Edward Island, and I think it's an excellent retail location. Tim, thank you so much for your time. No, you're welcome. My pleasure. Hey, Shauna, it's Nicola from Good Question PEI again. Hi, Nicola. How are you? Great. So I have some good news and some bad news. Oh. Can I hit you with the bad news first? Absolutely. So I reached out to Costco to ask when we would be getting a location here. Mm-hmm. And I did not hear back. Oh, too bad. But on their media form, it says the company will not comment on locations before a launch is actually announced. So you never know. The good news, Mm -hmm. I did talk to an expert, Tim Carroll, and he says there is a lot of opportunity here with PEI's growing population. And we Mm -hmm. actually have a more thriving retail market than many other places in the Maritimes. Wow, that doesn't surprise me because... I often thought that they go by city numbers, but PEI is kind of unique where everybody, I feel, right from one end of the island to the other would visit Costco. So, yeah, it's great to see that they're a little flexible with their uh, rules. So does that give you hope? Absolutely gives me hope. I think it's only a matter of time with the way that we are growing here. Like, and any time that you go into the grocery store, there's, there's no uh, slow times anymore, it seems. So I think there's lots of business to go around our little island. So that's really exciting. If, well, if I hear anything about a Costco coming, Shauna, you'll be the first person I'll tell. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Have a awesome. great day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. And that is it for this week's episode of Good Question PEI. If this conversation or something in your life has sparked questions you want answered, I want to hear them. Drop me a line at goodquestionpei at cbc.ca or you can leave a message on our talkback line. That's 1-800-680-1898. For Good Question PEI, I'm Nicola McLeod. I will be back next Wednesday with a new episode. Talk to you then. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.